Welcome to the First 15 Podcast. The next 15 minutes are going to help you transform your real estate career. And now, your host, Master Coach and Founder of Real Estate Grad School, Rich Levin. So, it is September 3rd. It is the first first 15 that we've had in September, that we will have had in September. So, as we do every month, we want to do a monthly review where we look back and plan forward. I aim today's, and we usually take one, two, sometimes even three days to work on monthly review because it's more than monthly review, it's really planning forward. So today, I aim this at a very important message for those who are still struggling. Our program was built for agents who are struggling. Uh, struggling in uh, one or two ways. Struggling because there's a level they want to reach and they've never been able to reach it. They're just sort of stuck at a level. Always wanted to earn $100,000 a year and never earned it. Um, and then agents who are uh, struggling to really break through, that they have a little bit of increase each year. They go from $4 million to $5 million, $6 million to $7 million, $10 million to $11 million, but they never make that big breakthrough. So this is very important for those who are still struggling and wrapped into the topic of monthly review, looking back and planning forward. Uh, it is Tuesday, so we won't be, there won't be any live calls or webinars today. Um, so, your monthly review is a series of questions, questions that you ask yourself. Your monthly review, it's the end of the month, and so now you, have, you, you want to learn at the end of the month, at the beginning of a new month, to have a series of questions that you ask yourself. So the obviously first question is, um, what do I review at the end of a month and the beginning of a month? What do I review? And the answer is, in its simplest form, that you review your goals to hold yourself accountable. You review your goals. And I'll, I'll tell you specifically what areas your goals, but you review your goals, first of all. How are you doing? Are you earning what you want to be earning? Are you Selling what you want to be selling, you're listing what you want to be listing. How are you, you look at your goals. What were they at the beginning of the year? What were they for August? What are they for September? So you review your goals. And if your goals are being kept on our real estate grad school chart, success chart, or on any other tool, they should be giving you, our chart certainly do, the feedback as to what's working and what's not working. But that's only one part of your monthly review. The other, the, other, the other questions you want to ask are questions about the key systems in your business. And, of course, we're spending a lot of attention right now on the key systems in your business. So you want to ask, how, are, how am I doing compared to where I wanted to be? Now, you could say compared to where I want to be. That's good. But you had a plan earlier. At the beginning of the year, you had a plan for the amount of sales you would make by the end of this year. The beginning of the month, you had a plan for how many sales you wanted to make, how much you wanted to earn, what you wanted to do with your systems. And we're working with systems, of course, separately as well. So really, I'm going to make a little note there for myself. Really, we want to be asking the same question about systems. Where I am with regard to my system as, as systems is where I wanted to be. So 
we're going to focus this back on to goals and self-accountability questions. Look at the top of the slide if you're looking. No need to be. It says goals and self-accountability questions. How am I doing compared to where I wanted to be when the year started and when the month started? So if you want to know year to date, you know, if I want to do 5 million by the end of the year, then I wanted it by the end of uh, August, I wanted to be at 3.5 million. Where did I want to be year to date? And where did I want to be for August? Did I make it? And where do I want to be for September? Now, in what areas do you ask that question? Under the topic of goals, you're asking it in four areas. You want to know how are you doing compared to where you wanted to be with regard to income. So if you wanted to earn $100,000 this year, it's the end of August. Now, income is an interesting one. Because we earn the income in one month and we collect it a month or two later. You make a sale, you made a sale in August, so you earn the income in August, just like you, you work during the week and then you get paid at the end of the week. Here, you worked in August, you, you, you earned it in August. Now, granted, there are inspections and there's attorney's approval and there's mortgage approval, but According, you know, we call it a meeting of the minds. If the deal doesn't go through after you have a written meeting of the minds, you get paid whether it closes or not if it's through the fault of the buyer or the seller. So you earned it in August, but you're not going to collect it till September, October. So for the purposes of income, you know, the sales you make in December almost certainly will close in 2020. In most of you, the sales you make from mid-November on, even from a little earlier, will close in 2020. So you have September, October, and the beginning of November to earn more income this year. You have two and a half more months to earn income. So where are you? Where are you with where you want where, compared to where you wanted to be in income? You have two and a half months to make up for that. Where are you be? Where are you, and where did you want to be compared to where? Where did you want to be, and where are you compared to uh, where you want to be in sales volume? You wanted to do five million or ten million or whatever it is, and it's the end of August now. For the for this purpose, you've got September, October, November. You've got really four full months, a full third of the year, not the busiest third of the year, but a third of the year to put things under contract. Um, how are you doing compared to where you want to be in listings? How many listings did you want to take this year? And it'd be great to finish the year strong so you go into the new year with even more listings. And where are you with regard to your appointments per week? Um, so that's where those are the goals that you want to look at. So you cannot have an effective and useful monthly review. You can't have an effective and useful business without starting by asking by starting your monthly review asking how can i how am i doing compared to what i where i want to be in income sales under contract listings and appointments per week you cannot have an effective and useful monthly review without starting with those questions let's say you don't start with those questions you don't look at your numbers at all now you want to review your month how did you do in august i didn't even know where to start are there systems you want to put in place? You, you, have, you have to have goals as to what you want to accomplish in those systems. What was the goal? 
man, did you want to call for a certain number of days? Let's say you wanted to call every day for one hour and you kept track of that. It's just another goal. So there is no way to have an effective monthly review without starting with goals and just intelligently, logically, the goals you want to start with are these four. Now, the reason I'm saying that is, remember I said we're aiming this at those who are struggling? Because you guys who are struggling probably haven't set your goals, aren't looking each month at where you are in relationship to your goals. Your goals don't feel realistic. So let's address some of that, okay? When an agent does this, looking at their, doing a monthly review, when an agent does this monthly review for the first time, for the first times, they're often surprised at what they find. Sometimes they thought they weren't doing as well and they're doing better than what they felt and thought. Sometimes they thought they were, they were doing better and they're actually doing worse than what they felt they thought. Um, what we've learned from this is that when it comes to managing and running your business, you cannot trust your thoughts and feelings. It's very important to understand. When it comes to managing and running your business, when it comes to controlling your business, you cannot trust your thoughts and feelings. It's just, they fool you. It, it doesn't work. You have to look at your numbers. It's sort of like you're driving, you have to look at your numbers or you will be insecure and out of control. Let's say you see a sign, a sign, two signs driving, you're driving from one city to another. The speed limit is 65 miles an hour. You're in your car, you're driving, and you see a sign that says, you know, speed, uh, police with radar. Drive a little further, you see another sign saying, warning, police with radar. And you, as you're driving, you see cars coming the other direction, flashing their lights at you which is an indication, sort of a universal indication in driving, that there may be a policeman up above, up, up ahead with radar. Okay, so you're driving down the road, speed limit 65, you're, all of a sudden a police with radar comes onto your, uh, your mindset. But you don't want to look at your speedometer. You don't look at your speedometer. You just don't do that. It doesn't work for you. You judge by the other cars on the road and how fast you feel and you think you're going. Well, good luck with that, okay? Good luck with that. That's foolish. It's equally foolish to run your business without having goals and looking at your goals and where you stand in relationship to your goals every month. So what we've learned is you can't trust your thoughts and feelings when it comes to how you're doing. You literally can't trust them. There's a misperception. It has so many factors depending on how you feel, what you ate, your sleep, your health, depending on you know, what you've done lately with your business. You cannot trust your thoughts and feelings when it comes to your numbers. And so therefore, you have to look at your numbers or you will be insecure and out of control. Now, if you don't look at your numbers and you're insecure and out of control, start to look at your numbers. If you're looking, not looking at your numbers and you feel secure, you're foolish. Okay, now you feel secure because you don't care about your numbers because you've got enough money in the bank, enough income. Hallelujah, no sweat. Then you're not foolish. Then you're wealthy. <laughs> but you want to be looking at your numbers. If you're doing better, 
if you look at your numbers and you're doing better than you expected, it is a very pleasant surprise. And then you ask, so okay, how did I do it? Where did that business come from? How can I, can I, how can I do this again? Can I do this again from those sources? How do I maximize those sources? What work that I can keep going with and what didn't work that I can stop spending on? Okay, so looking at, I'm exceeding my goals, I'm doing well, I understand what worked, I understand what didn't work. So what are my goals for September? Cool. How much of that can I see already? How much of that based on the buyers I have actively working with me and the listings I have, how much can I see already? And what can I do to go even further and exceed the September goals? So if you're doing better, you have a very positive conversation asking yourself those questions. If you are doing worse, if you look at your numbers and you're doing worse, First, first, you fight avoidance and negativity. If you look at your numbers and you're doing worse, you are going to want to stop looking at your numbers. You're going to want to avoid looking at your numbers. You're going to want to avoid asking any other questions. It hurts. Okay? And you're going to want to be negative. It's just natural when you're not hitting your goals. You're going to want to make excuses. You're going to want to work, look for reasons. Looking for reasons is not a bad thing. So. The first thing, if you're doing worse than how you think you might be doing, or if you're fearful of even looking, okay, you must be able to get past that, and then you, or you will not be able to grow. So you have, if you don't, if you don't look, or you stop looking, or you get caught up in negativity, you're going to remain in a cycle of mediocrity. And let's just not do that anymore. Instead, if you are doing worse, look at your goals for the year and decide if you need to adjust them downward to believe in them. If you have a goal for the year to do $5 million and you've done $1 million, stop thinking that in the next two and a half months you can make it happen. Maybe you can't. When in Landmark Education and lots of motivational organizations, you say, no, keep it up. Don't give up the goal. Okay? Foolish in most cases. Unless there's some reason not to be foolish, it is better for you to adjust those goals downward when they are when they are unrealistic. If you can't have sincere confidence, not false confidence, if you can't have sincere confidence in your goals, then lower them for the year. Then look at your September through December goals. Now, if you haven't set them, then just set them very realistically. If that's even fearfully for you, push through that fear. Let's talk about that. So then look at your September through December goals and decide if you have to adjust them to have confidence in them. So trust me here. I don't ask you to trust me often. I have been trained to set my goals way beyond my expectations. What I've learned is, when that has proven not to work for me, when that has proven not to work for you, when you've done that repeatedly and it just doesn't work, you just keep falling short, then when you set realistic goals, you do that for a while and all of a sudden you build your confidence and your confidence you grow. So if you're in this situation, then it is much more important for you to learn to set goals that you can achieve and exceed them, to set realistic goals. If you don't do that month after month, if you don't set realistic goals, 
you will not learn to set goals in which you have confidence. If you don't set goals after month that you achieve, you're going to give up. And if you don't give up, you're just going to live in frustration. And if you think that's untrue, then we can talk about that. It may be untrue for a rare exception. But don't play for the rare exception. Instead, you know what happens. If you, if you don't set your goals month after month realistically, and you don't gain confidence in them, you know what happens. You go back to a cycle of perpetual mediocrity. And let's just not do that again. Instead, let's learn to set goals that you can exceed. So set your goals in those four areas. Appointments, sales under contract, income and listings taken. Open your chart, call Kelly or me, and make those charts work for you in those four areas. Reset your goals. So they're very realistic to the end of the year. And then you'll go into 2020, setting goals that you can achieve and exceed. And you will end up building a foundation in 2020 that sets the stage for you to have the career that you know you're capable of, of possibly in 2020, but certainly beyond. You will be so glad that you did that. And in about six months, everyone who benefits from you earning more money your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your children, organizations and causes you support, they're all going to be very happy with you because you're going to be earning more. So use the chart, set your goals that motivate or reset your goals that motivate. Call Kelly or me to set your sessions, a session for September to review your goals. And then tomorrow, we'll move past goals and measuring results. And we'll look at the key systems of your business and how to make sure that you're reviewing the key systems and you're putting the systems in place that will make your success not only guaranteed, but smooth, easy, and feed the uh, comfort and serve the feed and comfort of the rest of your life. All right, as every day, continue to review your 50, your ad $50,000 in 12 months uh, daily routine. And um, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Hug the ones you love. Make a great day. Make a week. Hope you had a fabulous um, long weekend. Hope you sold things if that's what you did. Hope you enjoyed yourself if that's what you did. Call us, uh, call us if you need us. As always, let's win. Let's win. Let's work together. Thanks for listening to our podcast with Rich Levin. Please subscribe and check us out at www.regradschool.com to learn more about how we have helped develop top agents over more than 20 years. See you next time.